Devin, do you see the link? Right now. Right, I'll go. I th- it says there's a problem. I can't talk. It says there's a problem when joining the link. Just give me a sec. I don't know why I saw it in here. What'd you say? I'm gonna go put my contacts in. I'll be back. Devin, turn on your camera. Hmm? De- turn on your camera. I have one. Uh, yes, Christian, to do the same. Alright, one second. Let me try to my computer. Bro. <coughs> this is like, this is gonna be like a lot of improvisation, guys. Because working your way to the top is a very dense topic, so. Ugh. Devin, are you rec- ready to record three episodes today? No. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so I'm planning on next week Friday. Does that work? Christian, I think you need an account to uh, like join the recording. I just like if you create like an account real quick, it should like let you in right away. Okay, I'll try. Wait, Devin, what's up? I don't know. It's too far in advance. Jesus, it's literally six days away. Yeah, but that's like I don't know stuff. Especially if it's a Friday too. Stuff what, could just like, like, like two weeks in Devin time. No, because like stuff could just like pop up. Uh yeah, Tuesday we have eight p.m. Um, and then Kenny has to confirm a time with me, and then, uh, Aman, he wants to guest speak next week as well, and, um, Sean might want to guest speak as well, and we have one on Friday with the, uh, you know, that, the family friend person. The what? Remember that person you were on the phone with? Remember? That, uh, no. How do I describe her? You know, the one you didn't, you thought was weird? No. You don't remember this? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't, what I don't was this? Description, but, yeah. Uh-huh. Do, 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 do. Oh, jeez. Oh. One sec, I'm gonna send a zoom like to her because oh wait, she was just there. Wait, can you second? I don't know. Oh my god, why can't I find the zoom link? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Legit, dude. Like, podcast study one. Study one. 
Oh, shit. I sent the wrong one. Oh, my God. Ignore the first link. The second one is the one. What is going on? Uh, wait, do you want to show? Do you want? Oh, okay, she's here. All right. Okay, so you just wanted to talk about your, like, experiences, things like that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, we can talk about, like, starting a business in high school. I mean, it doesn't have to generally be, like, geared towards my experiences. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, can you go on mute on the Zoom? It's just, like, you know, it just, like, drops out the echo. Okay, guys, i get started. Uh, at five, at five minutes, 40 seconds in. <coughs> hey, everyone, we are back with another official episode of the Business Hogs podcast in episode 31, working your way to the top featuring Krisha Patel. Krisha has a huge passion for business. You know, she started clubs at her school. She's a huge FBLA superstar. So, Krisha, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Krisha Patel. I'm a sophomore at Eckford Township High School, New Jersey. And just like Eric said, I love my business. I started actually a club in New Jersey. And I'm also a really active member in FBLA. Oh, what kind of club did you start? Club is called Aspire Medical Careers. So it's like a statewide club for like students who are like interested in like medical fields and like STEM passion, things like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really cool. That's you know, that's, you know, I've been, I've been trying to like start a club too. And, you know, I feel like that is, that is not exactly an easy process. Like I feel like getting the advisors, the hardest part. Yeah. So the thing is that I actually started a like club on the side. So there isn't really advisor it's student run right now. And that's why it's actually. So that was something I learned along the process. And part of the reason why I even started the club is because of quarantine, <laughs> you know, not really being able to do anything was kind of what inspired me to start it. Wait, so was this club already like a club that was national or like or like a club that was it just a club that you made and then you expanded it to be statewide yeah yeah so i, I first started off actually it was initially just like statewide club so i first started off like you know posting about it on instagram and then within the, within like a couple of days people started joining and that eventually just became like a statewide club because like members from Different high schools started coming, which was really cool, actually, you know, trying to, like, have that networking aspect. But, yeah, that's that's what happened. Um, did you join any clubs, like, before uh, starting a club? Yeah, so there, there was actually this other medical club. It's actually different than my club, but that's actually what kind of inspired me to start a medical club. Because, like, in my community, we don't really have that many STEM-guided like clubs and things like activities things like that so that's why I really wanted to start it and especially since for me in middle school I used to be 
really active in STEM and everything. And when I got to high school, I noticed that there really weren't any like STEM clubs or like STEM activities for high school students. So that's why I started my club outside of my school. So make it not only like in my community, but make it to like everybody in the state. Yeah, that's really cool. Started like how you were in clubs in middle school and stuff. I didn't, I didn't really know about clubs in middle school. So you know, I think I joined like a cooking club in sixth grade, and then I just forgot about clubs until sophomore year or something. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a really active student in STEM, especially middle school. So that was like one of my passions, and still is actually. I, I love STEM and everything. Really? So yeah. If you're like doing STEM. Like, why did you do FBLA then? Like, since it's a business thing. See, that, that's a really weird question, but, you know, I like business too. I'm, I'm like, STEM is like one of my passions on the side, but of course, like starting a club, starting like a tutoring academy, that's all affiliated with business. And looking into what FBLA had, like it's networking aspect, be having the ability to like lead on various positions was also really eye-opening. So once I joined FBLA, that actually kind of exposed me to the business field. And from there, I was inspired to start my own club so like FBLA was like a freshman year thing and then after that I got experience and started my club in sophomore year so I've never met someone who's like you know who's well-versed in business and med because I feel like it's always you're you're either good at one or you're either good at something else so you know like you ever hear you ever see that like people one some people are good at humanities some people are good at like just science-based classes oh yeah definitely like there's definitely a gap between like those like you know you have the science and math people, and then you have, like, the history and English type people. It's, it's, it's kind of different. But, you know, for me, I feel like the experience was kind of the same. I, like, enjoy both subject, subjects, so I decided to apply them both and start a club. In our school, there's, like, a STEM academy. So, like, if you're really interested in taking STEM classes, they would, like, you could be, like, accepted into, the, into this course where you just take those types of classes throughout high school. Like, they would pick your class, and then you do, like, a capstone project, I think, at the end of high school, if you're really, really into that. That's really cool. My school has, like, one of those medical science academies. I'm, I'm in that. The medical science academy, it's, it's really cool. You have, like, all, like, medical-guided classes. Like, you have, like, neuroscience. You have science 2.0 in the freshman year. Like, honors, funds, and anatomy. It's, like, all medical-based. And you really can't even, like, choose your classes in high school because, like, yeah. they just yeah, choose your classes for you. Yeah, for the STEM Academy, you can't choose your classes either, which I feel like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I know, like, it's a specialized program, but I feel like you should have some say. Well, I, no, mean, I feel like if you want to pursue med, then, or something like in the STEM field, there's just a lot more opportunities. Like, there's a lot more leeway there than just other things in general, because if you just go on LinkedIn, you, like, look at all the research positions, like, all those research internships at, like, universities, things like that, that's all med-focused. Yeah, and I feel like if you're, like, trying to look for, like, a specific career in medicine, then, like, why not just start taking classes geared toward that in your high school? So I feel like that'd be, like, a really big standout, especially because you're exposed to these subjects that usually wouldn't be taught in high school. And then you also have the experience. Like, for my for the Medical Science Academy, I believe it's, like, the senior year we get to have, like, mandatory internships and things like that. So it's really the exposure that you get by joining these type of academies, especially if you're, like, interested and have a passion for one. Yeah, like, I've seen in business, it's really, 
you know, there's not a lot of opportunities offered to high schoolers. Like, you know, the most that a lot of people find is just outreach positions. And I don't, I don't really think that's like really business. Um, I wouldn't say that's true because, um, like, uh, as an honors bio student, we had, um, people from like, um, from like, what's it called? From like Harvard come in and talk to us about, um, labs and like we got I feel like this year we got more exposure than like most years have gotten how does that relate to business though one of the teachers in our school was interested in starting a business academy where you got that google form yeah that was yeah uh, yeah so I mean they're trying to do stuff but I mean I feel like it's harder to start a business like related like like give people business program like it's harder to do that than to do like to give people med program. Yeah, and that's why I feel like if like your school, not only your school, like if just overall schools don't offer these type of programs, it's really hard for like students to kind of get a grasp of like what field they're interested in because they're not really exposed to it. So that's why it's really important to like, you know, follow your passion, start your own club if you can't find anything to join. Yeah, so like working your way to the top, like you're just like relating back to that. Did you feel like COVID, like when you're in that time off, it gave you a time to reevaluate your life? And like, you know, just was that like a huge turning point or, you know, were you like this the whole entire way? Okay, so my passion for STEM and business was before COVID. But during COVID, during that quarantine of not having anything to do for like, you know, consecutive months, that really kicked up my passion to start something because I was, okay, to put it in simple terms, I was bored. And after that, I'm like, okay, I have this like STEM passion. I have business. Might as well start a club. And I wasn't expecting it to become statewide, actually. I was just imagining to be just like a local club of like 10 people. But like on the first day, like already 11 people joined. So like within months, it became like bigger and bigger. So from there, that kind of inspired me. And if COVID wasn't here, then I don't know if I would have started this club because like I already had like FBLA organizations that I was involved in. I don't know if I would have taken the time out to actually start a club and even start my own company, which was like tutoring and things like that. But to answer your question, yeah, I feel like COVID did have an impact on, like, you know. So it was like a quarantine revelation, right? Yes, this was. Never, I told you this was a thing. Quarantine revelation, that's a I thing. I never said it wasn't a thing. Oh. How do you go about managing your club and your business on the side? I don't know. I just feel like it's having, you know, having time management skills. I mean. Like, for my club, I actually, like, I have an officer team, which was a really great thing I did. So, like, before, I guess, in the beginning of the year of, like, our term or whatever, there's, like, an interview for, like, officers and, like, you know, VP, secretary, whatever. And that really actually helped manage the time and, like, distribute the work evenly. And also gives, like, leadership positions to, like, the people who are running. So, I guess it's a win-win. I feel like so many organizations are doing the same exact thing. Like I've seen like hundreds offering that same type of deal. And, you know, they, they all emerged during this quarantine, like revelation time period. It's absolutely crazy. I know. Now, can you describe your company? Cause I know you talked about your club before, but I wanted to hear more about your company. If you started. So like, Oh, like a tutoring academy so it's like Cree academy 
basically I tutor elementary to middle school students for free or like monthly or like weekly whatever they want and that's pretty fun actually it's like a group of like five to six students right now it isn't really that big but just like five to six students that kind of tutor like on a weekly basis or even monthly basis sometimes and then every now and there they're just people that like want like one session type tutoring things so they can sign up for that but the company is basically an academy it's pretty fun like like, even though it might be five students i've never seen anyone tutor for free like usually they like charge at least like 15 you've never seen that really really free yeah i've seen like 50 of those just in our i worked for one of those companies really yeah Yeah, we have a friend who actually started one of those (laughs) that's how common they are man yeah, wait, really? No way. The person who started Tutoring Academy was on your podcast. Yeah, so many people have done that. Like, you know, I, I, I know so many people who, who've actually, yeah. Do you, do you tutor them? Or, like, if it's six people, do you tutor them? Or do you have other people tutoring them also? No, no, it's just me. It's just me. I'm the only tutor in my academy. So you're tutoring oh. like little kids? Yeah, they're like, you know, like one's like second grade, others like fifth grade. It's like, you oh. know, it's just around oh, there. Okay. I tutored a fifth grader a couple months ago. That was a terrible experience. Like they, they, could, they would take like five minutes to respond to one of my questions. It was it was so bad. No, it's oh, pretty fun kids, for me. One of the kids was really. Yeah. Well, Eric, kids you also don't like kids, so you know, I just think kids are annoying. You know, that might be. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, like one we had this. Uh, we had this girl Eric, come Eric, on a couple kids, What? What? One of the kids that was tutoring. One time, yeah. just uh, unless you like prompted him to respond, he just would not say anything. Is this the kid who left you on red twice? <laughs> no, 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 it's a different kid. Oh. The, the kids are very difficult to work with sometimes. Really? Yes. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. I, I, I just thought that was just a terrible experience. I, I did yeah. do that for like four months. Not all of them, but some of them. Yeah, like we had a girl come on a couple episodes ago. She, she was like an entrepreneur. She started like summer camps things like that for where she would like oversee kids from 8 a.m to 5 p.m and she's doing that like every single day during the summer like you know i just find that that's so hard to believe because you get like just one kid i thought that was terrible but you know 30 38 year old kids that is <laughs> that is amazing yeah i it is amazing but she's making like a hundred dollars a kid like you know not a bad business idea but like <laughs> yeah like the amount of effort to money ratio for us, that would just be too high for me to take. Yeah, it was just free for me because I started it because of like, you know, during COVID, during quarantine, it was really hard for younger students to learn actually like virtually and everything. So that's why I started that. And I made it free too, just to make it like, you know, easy for them. Oh, what is it called? It's called Cree Academy. Oh, yeah, first, the first three yeah. letters of my name <laughs> and then Academy. <laughs> So, Cree listeners, Academy. check out Cree Academy. It's Chris's organization. Yes, and also while you're at that, check out Aspire Medical Careers. You know, if you're a medical student or a STEM passion student in New Jersey, check it out. On Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's literally like the username, Aspire Medical Careers. <laughs> uh, how have you found ways to, like, separate yourself from other people? Because you're doing, like, because, you know, you're really active in FBLA started a club, started an organization. Is like a pattern among you? Um, I mean, 
it's just it's just all about like time management. Like starting all these things doesn't like make me antisocial necessarily. Yeah. No, I feel like no. There's a balance, you know. You have your social life in high school, and then you that you're doing for yourself, and like not for nothing. Like through these organizations, you can like really like have like networking things. Just like there's an FBLA, like you have friends like across the country and even like international. And with these clubs, you can actually like really meet some cool new people, and it's just a really great experience. Are you an officer for FBLA? Yeah, I'm the um, New Jersey Southern Region Vice President, and then on the national level, I'm the Programs Director for the Eastern Region Peace Council. Wait, you're from Egg Harbor, right? Yeah, Egg Harbor. Yeah, Council. yeah. I was. I remember. Like, I met um, what's his name? I met your friend. I I think you know Ryan, right? Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I was, you know, I, it, it was cool meeting him because I remember I, it was like, you know, we were at the hotel and then five minutes in, he was like, oh, well, can you, can you please wake me up? I, you know, I, I have trouble waking up. And I was like, you know, I, I was going to exact, I was going to ask you the exact same question. And then, you know, just clicked after that. You know, people from Egg Harbor seem pretty cool. Yeah, we are pretty cool, you know. <laughs> Everybody from Egg Harbor is like awesome. Is that by Atlantic City or is that just like, this is an off topic question? Is that like, in Atlantic City or, like, by there? Yeah, it's, like, 10 minutes away from Atlantic City. Like, 10, 15 minutes, but... It's kind of like Good job, Devin. Good job. <laughs> what are you wondering? No, this is definitely an improvement from uh, the question about the cat. No. Oh, my God. Well, what was the question about the cat? <laughs> See, honestly, this Devin, time, yeah, God. went and asked a real estate investor if he invested no, in No, I didn't estate. ask. No. Bruh. <laughs> Why would I do that? That doesn't even make sense. I have the proof, but yeah, nice. Wait, can you repeat that? What did he ask the real estate investor? No, I, did. <laughs> I, I didn't really hear it the first time. You, you don't need to hear it. It's okay. Yeah, but I want to. Now it's now that's brought up. Like, it's, it's, I like, need it's to. an entertaining topic, Devin. I can't validate the legitimacy of whatever Eric says. I, I can, do you want me to send you the now? video? I can send you the proof. No, and he basically went up to a real estate investor. He was like, do you invest in real estate? Because we were running out of questions. No, I, okay. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Yes. Okay, well, um, yeah. Sounds like a interesting experience. That's sure. No, I, I feel like just starting a club in general, you really have to be passionate about it like i tried to start a club it was like it was this or it was this thing like in no back in november of like 2020 it was like part of this big organization and you know i wasn't really passionate about it and then and it, i don't know it just i don't it just, it just doesn't really work because you got to commit so much time to something and you know i don't know i just i just hated it it was terrible yeah that's why i feel like during quarantine i had so much free time so it kind of like you know kind of worked in a way and like like you said, you have to have a passion. So like message of the day, be passionate about something and just go for it because like that's the biggest thing. No, no, and then it'll be easier to get actually work your way to the top. Because if you actually like what you do, then you know, there's no reason for you not to do it. Yeah, of course. Like who knows? Like start a business in high school, go through college, maybe still expand on that business. So like it's all about creating a base for yourself and kind of like using your early passions to start somewhere and then who knows maybe even grow in the future so it's really important to utilize what you're passionate about how what's your mindset towards like goal setting like do you set personal goals yourself to accomplish within like let's say like six months a year something like that 
Yeah, of course. I feel like goal setting is like a really great way to kind of like, you know, timeline yourself in a way. So like with a club, like I had a goals of like having like how many members per month and that like those goals kind of helped me kind of like organize it because like I feel like if it wasn't for those goals, I wouldn't be clear about what I want to do with this club that I started and like where I want to go. And not only like for myself, but like this goes out to everybody. Like it's important to like start goals because like, for example, if you're like a freshman in high school, you need to start setting goals for yourself of what you want to achieve by like your junior year, or your sophomore year. So in that, you don't have to like, you don't really have to like worry about other things. It's like, okay, I have this list of goals. Like I should look this through and like check them off one by one. So it's just easier for you to organize and even like manage your time, like, you know, for different activities or things that you're involved in. Have you found any like teachers in your school or like guidance counselors to be helpful when it comes to uh, like all the stuff that you're doing within school, maybe outside of school? Yeah. So for me personally, like not necessarily like with my club and everything, but just like on the academic basis, I really feel like reaching out to like teachers and your guidance counselors is really helpful because it did help me, especially like during quarantine. Because keep in mind, like I was a freshman in high school and then you know quarantine hits. So I've only been in the school for like what, like half a year. So it was really, it was kind of hard to like, you know, get everything you need to know, but not even like being in the school and with all this stuff happening. So like, it's really like just overall advice, like, you know be networking like reach out to your teachers reach out to your guidance counselors don't be afraid to like talk to like some adults because in the end they've been where you are so they can always help you and guide you across your journey especially in high school because high school is one of like the most important years you know before you go into college yes um so of course like with all these clubs and fbla and your um business how do you deal with all this stress because I mean, I could see there being a lot of stress in this. Well, honestly, there isn't really that much stress. I don't really stress about, like, FBLA or other things. And I feel like that's because, like, I like doing it. So I feel like if you have a passion for something and if you're interested in it, then it won't be a stress because you're just doing fun things. Which which sounds kind of weird. But, yeah, like... Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Yeah, like, you know, I was editing. I had to edit 10 episodes yesterday. And, you know, time just flew by because, you know what? I enjoyed it. There's no way you enjoy editing. The only way you you would enjoy editing episodes is if you heard all the random stuff that I say. You don't even know how to edit, please. That's the only way you would ever enjoy editing episodes. Damn. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) editing 10 episodes. Like, I understand, like, your passion for, like, podcasting, but that's just, like, a different level, Eric. No, it's really difficult because I got to, like, edit out all of, like, you know, Devin's questions. Then you're you're not passionate about it. What? That's what I just said. (laughs) I literally just said what you said. No, it's funny to hear, like, the input, though. Jeez. the effort yeah but you know it's <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah, like, I, yeah i definitely agree you have to be passionate about it like but because like when i'm doing like you know a push notes at 3 a.m in the morning you know I, time just really doesn't go that fast not at all a push, no, no. <laughs> i've been exactly there it's not a great place to be I know. <laughs> that's when you start questioning life Nope, it's just yeah. you just you just get to that point and you're you're like, what's the point? Yeah, yep. like, is she even gonna look at this? <laughs> no, that's what inspired me to write the book, man. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So, Christian, I wrote a book on 
you know, how to, you know, like those deep thoughts you, you see at like 2 a.m. in the morning. No, no, he didn't write a book. He wrote like a page and a half. I wrote, well, it was, it was a pretty good page. Did you publish page. it? Is it, is it? Are you a published author? Oh, no, no, uh, oh. no. No, I'm not publishing that. That was. Can I put a caveat was, there, Eric? That, I don't even know what was going on that day. I, I don't know. It was the A push notes, man. I was just reading it the day after, and I'm like, what What did I just write? Eric, it was all the A push notes. No, it's just, it's the effect A push has on a person. It's I the know. mental capacity. You're, it seems like you guys are a really big fan of A push. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Devin hates it. No, I don't hate it. It's just like, it's, it's not a bad class, but like, sometimes like when you, you have other work from other classes and other stuff sort of stack one to each other and then the last thing like you're about to go to bed and then you realize oh no i have like nine sections of eight push notes to do <laughs> that's like the worst feeling in the world yeah i know <laughs> uh, does, that, does that ever happen to you with any of your classes you, you're just like done with everything else but then there's always that one class so it's like festering in the back i mean yeah like i mean yeah like during like I mean, that's the only answer. Like, yes, like this has happened before, but like not necessarily. I mean, I guess during like virtual school, my teachers were kind of lenient with everything, which I'm extremely thankful for. But next year, definitely, I know it's not going to be easy. Krishna, have you ever felt that feeling? You know, like it's the 1 a.m. in the morning and you're doing like these A push notes and then you're just, you, you just say, you just like start reminding yourself, you know, like you're doing this for a reason. Because, you know, I feel like that's like my main motivation. Like you're working your way to the top type of deal. That is my main motivation too. So like sometimes I feel like like why am I doing this? Like why 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 do am I like but actually like doing all this stuff? And it's just like the like personal note that you have that okay like you know you want to be successful, you want to be a doctor whatever. And I feel like having that kind of like mindset already that okay this is what I want to be and now I have to work towards that goal. That kind of ties in with goal setting because like you make all these like you know short-term goals and then you achieve them on a daily weekly monthly whatever basis but you have to make these like long-term goals and that's the goal that I you go to whenever I need motivation because like that's what I want to achieve and I have to do these steps to kind of go there and that usually helps actually you know fix my motivation and actually like inspire me to continue working you know I feel like motivation sense. is just a I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in motivation because, you know, after you watch a motivational video, like, let's say you study for like two hours, then you lose all that motivation because it's always temporary. So, you know, those motivation YouTube videos that they have, <laughs> those are just like, those are interesting. I watched so many of those during the winter that I literally like every single word that came out of my mouth for like the next month, it was like, I was motivationally talking. no same like i've like watched so many of those videos and they're usually like so like powerful like it's really dramatic too it it, it is really (laughs) dramatic and i feel like that's why it works i don't like temporarily at least temporarily motivational video once i was on a phone with a friend and he was like he was he was like he had a problem and i I was like and i I gave him a motivational speech i was basically saying you know you know this is only temporary man it's it's going to stop. It was a really bad motivational speech. No, it's, 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 I was like, no, it's, 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 like badly paraphrasing from whatever he heard in the video. Yes. <laughs> you know, you have to work hard to get to the top. You know what I mean? It was a really bad motivational speech. I wish I had more time to think of one, but you know. Did he get the job yeah. done? <laughs> That's all that matters. 
Yeah, yeah but, those videos yeah. are like really kind of like if you look at it like that, they're actually really like pretty entertaining to watch. I mean, no, they, yeah, no, they are. And there's so many different types. Like you have like, like how to be motivated, how to get like A's or whatever. There's just so many different Success, types of motivational videos. There's always like some like black and white film that they just slap over all the all the camera footage of people. No, I just feel okay, it's really like, weird. Like when someone starts motivationally speaking without the music. Like I've seen that before. That is yeah, just, I know. I just yeah, it that is just right. you just get you just get confused. It doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, I I totally agree. It doesn't have the same effect if you just like listen to like a motivational talk without music. There's but, a lot of like not for nothing. Those videos kind of work. Like if you like at least for like the short term basis, like you just don't look at like a They're like, like if a, you don't wake up at four a.m., you're a failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, but they're always so you know dramatic. Like you said earlier, but there's always like a really good graphic scene behind it too. They put a lot of effort into those. Yeah, that's really impressive. Like, you know, I don't even know how and they get millions of views, so they're making one either way. <laughs> Everyone in the comments is like, I'm gonna start working harder today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those are pretty funny. And but you know, if they say the same exact thing the next day. <laughs> In that but if you, I'm still like I still don't have to deal with any motivational videos yet. <laughs> yes, Arsh is only entering his sophomore year. Uh, yeah. That is going to be fun. I think about motivational videos too is that once you start like once you watch one, you watch like eight. <laughs> really? That is so true. That like is so true. Minutes. I like watch one video and I just can't stop. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a load of motivational videos, and it's, it's not because like I need it. It's just because like I don't know. They're just so like addicting you ever like, like hear like video. project elon study motivation i've heard about that what, what i've yeah, heard yeah. about that too uh-huh those are like the like that and like motivation to study that youtube page that would be like that was like all i watched during the winter it was like what is project elon again it's like i don't know he he creates these amazing study videos but he he's against them now because he does, he realizes the effect it has so he doesn't like them anymore so he hasn't released one in like three months what's that effect I don't know. Apparently, he, he says it's like, I don't know. He thinks that motivation, it is not, you know, that's what, like, what I said before, it's not something you should rely on only as a temporary effect because you have to, like, it's you, it's all about the process. Like, if you enjoy the process, then you'll be able to get to your goal. You can't just focus on that end goal. It's all about Bro, your system. Everyone, everyone just slaps Elon's name on it for some clout. Yeah, no, every single <laughs> clip he had had Elon Musk in it. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, that that's so revered. true, though. Yeah, like he's like so revered because not even know. revered. I don't think that's the right word. He's just really so... no, because revered is like well liked. Like well, he's at like the Elon. top. He's like the epiphany of the top. True, but not everybody likes Elon. Really? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I Elon's know. really big. Like you know, he's big pretty... figure nowadays. He's polarizing. Especially with the stock market. Oh, yeah, yeah in crypto uh, and everything. Influential. He's all over crypto. I Basically. know, like Dogecoin. Yeah. Dogecoin, yeah. <laughs> to the moon, right? Financialism. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. the, I'm not gonna say on a podcast, but he like he he like he has a personality. Like he likes like mess around with like prices of his cars and like all this other stuff and make them like odd prices. Wait, isn't Tesla like accepting Bitcoin or whatever? Because I know that was a big thing. 
he that that like see like not a lot of people are doing that and he, he's just different like he'll do that kind of stuff he'll change the prices of his cars to, like really weird numbers which whoever's listening can just look up on their own and uh you know i really see his cars as investments though like cars really, are not really always investments because they don't make you money in the future but he's a polarizing dude but electric cars man they're they, they don't use gas like they don't deteriorate in like miles it's just you know it's, it's like a revelation it's like this yeah we new have to beginning. work the earth to the top guys <laughs> yeah. yeah make sustainability a big factor of your you know journey to going to the top a lot of brands are actually going electric now yeah they're making like luxury cars electric they're even making like like um mustangs they're becoming electric i don't know how that works half like, the experience of a mustang is just to rev of the engine yeah that doesn't even make sense <laughs> why would they do that what make um, mustangs electric yeah because you don't get that like the main reason why people buy mustangs is for their like engine and then if they're not having an engine what's the point of the mustang it's just a normal um but do you think that when you work your way to the top like you make all the inventions that you know elon and he's like basically influencing all these other companies out there to you know turn electric you know, look True. at the effect that will have on gas workers. It will result in structural unemployment because their skills are going to be obsolete now. They, they have nothing to offer because technology is always going to be able to do something better than humans because that's the True, way. True, but there's always new markets too. Like, for example, like... Uh, like you think it, it would create a new job, but it would, cre- it would take a lot away, wouldn't it? No, but see, like, no, not necessarily because, like, if you look at, like, renewable energy too, that's, like, an up, that's, like up and coming. There's a, there'll be a lot of jobs created by that. There's, like, a big discussion right now about, like, how not even, like, talking about, like, cars, but, like, artificial intelligence is, like, really taking over the workforce. And, of course, as, like, technology develops and everything, you never know. Like, all these jobs, they can be replaced by, like, artificial intelligence. Like, you know, blacksmith, locksmith, that used to be huge jobs in the 20th century and, and, like, in the beginning. But, you know, technology took over and just wiped out all of them. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, but mm, true. But I feel like there's certain jobs that will always require the decision-making skills of a human. Like being a doctor, like like what Krisha said before, like uh, not necessarily. Think, yeah, you could program yeah, you AI can, to do. Yeah, something you like, totally could. No, like AI. Not... We, no, like AI could still be a big part of it. But at like, the end of the day, there's always going to be a human watching over the doctor too. In the MLB, he... there's literally going to be robot. They, they're talking about robot umpires to like you know clear the fair and make it. That's the good. They, that, that, that's a good idea. The umpires are both. No, it's a stupid <laughs> idea because it takes away from the game. The umpire, there's a, yeah, just fun. Yeah, it's like, only good. Are, it's only wait, good. Is when a robot your team. throw you out of the game? It's only good when it's not your team. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They would pay to see a person arguing with a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what happens to all those umpires? Their their jobs are wiped out. Their skills are no longer needed. They can always coach in little league. Dude, so you're telling me <laughs> you want to go down from four hundred thousand dollars? You're making four hundred thousand dollars as an MLB and you want to go down to uh, you know, basically like what, like volunteering for free at the local little league? Yeah, but no, can't they do like? Can they work in like the minors? What? They're still no, gonna have a job. They would. They would basically put uh, robot umpires there too. Yeah, but that's gonna take time. They can't just do it all at once. Yeah, but like think about it long term. What happens to all the jobs? And plus, Where they're all they like go? eighty-five anyways. So like you know they're gonna retire soon. Bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was actually an umpire a couple years ago. I think I umpired two games, and 
all the parents were yelling at me because I was so bad at it. That's <laughs> you actually. Yeah, I was I was like a rec I was like a recreational baseball umpire. Like I, I umped a eight year old baseball game and then you know I caught a guy like out and he was like safe by like a mile and all the all the parents were like you know yelling at me like crazy the coach went up to me he was like what are you doing man wait if you knew he was safe then why'd you call him out what if you knew he was safe why'd you call because him out? i panicked it was like my first time man you know umpiring is harder than it seems no it definitely is hard <laughs> yeah like i had to go to umpire camp not a good experience. What the hell? I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Training sessions. Like, what kind of other extracurricular, extracurriculars do you do? I can never say the word. Yeah. Like, when this, what, what kind of, of extracurriculars do you do in your free time? Um, I don't know. See, I have my club. I have the tutoring thing. I'm a big part of FBLA. I love FBLA. And also Key Club, you know? Key Club is pretty cool. Right, Eric? Yeah, cool. Oh, you guys like yeah. work together for Key Club, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, no. uh, yeah, we do. Well, that's cool. What What's yeah. your position? G at large. Was an LTG? Oh, is that Lieutenant Governor? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel like everybody though everybody needs that time to de-stress though. Like just besides just doing like bro. school and extracurricular stuff too. Cause I feel like then you start to work your way towards like burnout instead of like going to the top. You kind of just go back down. Yeah, it's important to have that balance between yeah, you know, all about balance. school and then your social life. Especially like in high, it can get pretty like you know crowded. That's, that's hectic. Oh my god, that is going to be like. Hey. <laughs> but I don't know. School, what? extracurriculars, SATs, summer assignments, even college apps. It's all, it's all really stressful. Oh my god! It's gonna be terrible. I remember all I would hear, really like crazy. yeah, like all I would hear, <laughs> like my parents would say, "Oh, you got balance." Like, you know, that's the one word I would hear, like throughout all the winter, because like you know, I was. You know, I was just focused on just studying all day. Like, I would study, like, 10 hours a day, every single day. That was, like, my life for, like, four months straight. And, you know, I didn't – I don't think I left the house for, like, three months. And I was just, like, you know, just doing work. And I don't know. But – and then you just start to realize that you got to balance your life to work your way to the top. And, you know, it, balance is a word I hated. Like, I absolutely hated it when – during those, like, four months. But then you, you start to grow it and you start to see that personal development. You know, I, I like how I'm giving the advice of kind of balancing, but yeah, I don't even do that. <laughs> so yes, well, I should probably. I mean, look, it's it's always it. it's always it's always easier to say than do. That is so true. Eric, what do you study for? Ten hours? Was it just like course load? Or... Oh my god, it's not even getting me started on what the hell he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. This podcast was really stressful in the beginning because yeah. we would like write scripts and. We were like we because we were like panicking because we didn't know what to say. We were like such bad public speakers back then. So we would like legit write out. I wrote like out a seven page outline for our first episode. It was like it was oh my god! Time. It was an in depth analysis of rich dad poor dad. And 
<laughs> and then De- we were, I was rehearsing with Devin, and I was like, Devin, you gotta say this. You gotta be luxury over oh, aware. <laughs> yeah, we were like rehearsed the episodes. Nowadays, we don't really like care. We're just like, okay, we have the schedule. Devin wakes up at six thirty a.m. in the morning. He's like, let's do this. Six forty. Let's go. Dude, I, it takes a lot of motivation to get the uh, get up that early on a Friday when you go to school. Same yeah, here. I was like, I was like, these people want me to wake up at seven a.m. I'm like, whatever. It's a good cause. People wanting you. It's just Eric. Trust me. But I mean, like, hey, like you know, you guys are a team, so it's kind of like. Yeah, kind of yeah I don't know. Up. Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> but I don't know. This was really stressful in the beginning. I remember I would spend like I think fifteen hours a week just on this, and that was like only one thing. So, that shows know. dedication. Eric, you... You're clearly re- very dedicated to this. Podcast. He needs a vacation. You know, just marketing this thing and the graphic design aspect. Oh my! Just making a post it takes like 45 minutes. It's absolutely no. I can totally agree. Like for for my club too, like making social media things and everything. It's just really hectic. Very good. Yeah. Be like those clubs that use like one format. What? Like. Uh... I forget what I forget the name of it. Wait, what happened? Like when you're talking about like uh making Instagram posts and things like that. Yeah, I, I what I you know what I've realized with the Instagram algorithm, it's all about you know if you make a post that looks like a flyer, then you're gonna get zero engagement because no one cares. But like if you make if you make a post that is visually appealing and is something that you know just is is. Not like a flyer, just something in general that doesn't look like a club, then you know it, it works. Yeah, it's but, so true, and especially like nowadays, like it's really easy, like it's not that hard to like make a you know quick post because of like new platforms like Canva, like that's like go to for these type of things. I think I would use Canva too. Yeah, I <laughs> I remember in the beginning, I would just copy and paste like. The, I would just take a screenshot. I'd go on the safari. I'd be like, "Oh, let's search up Rich Dad Poor Dad." I'd just take a picture of his of the author's face and I just put it on a post it, and that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was what I did in the beginning. <laughs> but I mean, hey, look, you worked your way up. Yeah, personal development, right, Devin? Yeah, evolution over time. Yeah. Yes. That's like for your passion about something, automatically you you know you yeah. work to get there. And, you know, you putting in all that work then helped us get to where we are today. So, see, you worked your way to the top. The top, relatively speaking. What even is the top, honestly? The top is like Elon Musk or like Bill Gates level. I mean, the top is like, yeah, that's a pretty abstract concept. The top is 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 being featured in a motivational video. Yeah, yeah, that is a great way to put it. <laughs> that's that when you know you've won. That's you when you know you made it. No, no, when you know you've won in life, when you get it, you get an ad, you get a sponsored ad by Grammarly, like you know, Carmelatic, right? That oh, is- yeah, <laughs> Grammarly, and then stuff that you don't even like do anything with, you just get ads from them too. <laughs> that is actually impressive, like, but that's pretty nice. Anybody got any of the thoughts here? Arsh. Um, I think I'm good. I Are think I'm, I'm good too. Yeah, it was... Okay, we started this episode off like, you know, it was like mid and then we just rose. So that's good. Yeah, I thought I got better at the end. We so got... We, we got... We hit... 
probably tired of the beginning. Like, I couldn't talk. Oh, my God. Yo, me too. I, I could barely talk. Honestly, same. I'm like, I literally <laughs> just, like, woke up. And, like, Christian, why did you agree to this? Yeah. Like, I, you just didn't know. I don't. You were I'm like, like 7 a.m. Yeah, that works for me. And I'm like, dang, she's got really her priorities in order. <laughs> like, I, like I, I don't know. I, I have other things to do today, so I was like, might as well just do it early. Yeah, me like, too. Gotta get it, get it done early. I've been waking up this early in like a month. It was absolutely a week. Dude, I've been waking up this early since I actually physically went to school. Actually, no, that's not true. Devin, you're still in bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what do you call it? Like, I haven't. For school, I wake up at like. 727, I know. Exactly. Right exactly when school starts. That's okay, no, not right yeah. exactly. I get up like maybe five, ten minutes before. And then you take your classes in bed. Good job. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so productive. That is so productive. Dude, I still got good grades without cheating. So, you know what? I <laughs> takes fall. exams in his bed. But, you know. No, no, exams, all... exams I have to take on the desk or else I won't concentrate. Yeah, but. Were yeah. you guys all virtual for school? Yeah. Yeah, whole year for like. Same. I was all virtual too. We had the option to go back in, but nobody really wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I feel uh, like, okay, this isn't a, necessarily a good thing, but there's a lot of, like, at least in, like, like some of my class, there's a lot of cheating and people didn't want to go back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was uh, the main reason why people didn't want to go back. Because, no, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, have, you have all the answers in front of you. It's just, you know, it's the easy way out. Yeah. For know, my school, actually, for my school, a lot of kids actually like went back to school. So it was kind of like the opposite. Like in my virtual class, there was like one point where there were like three kids in one of my classes. What? Yeah, and it was just like, you know, just like you know, you're just you're just like sitting there just like on your desk and just like listening. No, I, I feel like, I I real the virtual school. I don't know the relationship I had with my some of my teachers not exactly great because. I remember I was actually telling Devin this like a couple weeks ago, like on the last day I had with this teacher, I literally, you know, I didn't even know she ended, she ended the zoom early. So, and I was just on a phone with a friend, so I didn't realize. And then, and then one of the dudes he, in the class, he's, he was in person. He calls me up. He's like, yo, you're still in the zoom. And I'm like, Oh shit. And then I, I didn't realize that I had said that and the teacher was right there. And then I, when I went up, when I, because I was lying down, I stubbed my toe and then, you know, I started cursing again because when you're in pain, you just start cursing. And then after that, uh, you know, I just ended the year on a great note. And I never said anything to her again. I, I hope I never see her again. Then she's dead. That, that's really um, a, a unique story. story. Uh, that's, that's, you know, that's something Quite different. A, a lot of things happening. But that I have a lot of entertaining stories. I have a lot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot about that. But... Yeah, I don't know. Good episode, guys. It got minutes. better. It got better as we went on because everyone was just like really tired in the beginning, and nobody really wanted to say anything. We were like, yeah. I was, I, I felt like we were legit making small talk, like until I, like, yeah, no, we definitely. I, I know I, I was, was. I'm not gonna lie. Devin was like, honestly, it's like, are you passionate about this? Dude, I, I, the only thing I could think of, dude, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, then you just no, but out. thanks, thanks for having me. It was, it was really fun. Yes, everyone says. We we give a great listening experience. Yeah, it's definitely an experience. And you guys <laughs> have still told me what's happening. Any of our other episodes? About. What? Have you, have you, you know, I out? actually did know. Like, like you know, when you told me to guest speaker for like your podcast, I was like, podcast. Then I went like on your Instagram and I saw it. I'm like, oh, okay, no, this is what you guys okay. are talking about. But yeah, I I kind of like I watched like 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 two minutes of your last one. 
about didn't that also have like the motivational stuff on it it was like you guys are talking about like motivation or something wait what episode I completely forgot what our last one was because we, we don't film them in order all the time oh i think it was like like financial literacy or something oh like that. oh yeah it's like when you brought up motivation i was like are we are you guys talking about oh the my same god thing that's, that's, you talked about did last you, wait, time did you see the highlights in that last post <laughs> yeah i can go look at them right now yeah I, those are like I don't know. Like I was on like the two energy drinks that that episode. So like, you're always on two energy drinks. I am a hyper dude. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. <laughs> no, but like in the beginning, I kind of felt that guys like, we didn't really have anything to talk about because like it was just like you know questions about like my club and I'm like okay yeah you know I didn't know what to say. I also didn't know what to say. Devin, you know we had we we interviewed this full time speaker the other day, and you know. The, the questions Devin just asked you, that was more of a legitimate interview than what he gave to the actual interview. I don't know whether to take it as a compliment, but I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> take, just no, take it don't get me wrong. Like, they weren't bad. Like, it, it was, like, generally, like, interesting. They like, just, our whole just conversation right now is, like, you know, the piling it was too on. Interviewee. What? In the beginning, it was too interviewee. It was. And then towards the end, it became more, like, casual. Especially, like, other topics started just, like, randomly coming in. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty fun. You know, that's actually what sucks. Because listeners, they listen to the first half of the episode, which is really where we don't hit our stride. And then in the later parts, that's where we really start to, like, get in and into it. So, yeah, it's like getting the flow of it, like, you know. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Wait, you guys are from what school? Mon- Monroe? Mon- Monroe, yeah. Oh. That's by, nice. uh, you know, we're like Kenny, Steven, you know. Yeah, I think Sana too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny's actually just speaking next week. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I've never met him, but he seems like a nice dude. You've never met Kenny? <laughs> really? No. I mean, I've heard him talk before in Key Club meetings, but I don't actually like, talk to him. Devin, you don't even show up for Key Club meetings. <laughs> what? No, because I, I have sports, that's why. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, is this bro, like you your like full time extracurricular, or do you guys like do anything else on the side? I know Eric, you do Kiko, but like, is oh, this man. Like oh your yeah. main, uh-huh. yeah, definitely. Just yeah. like overall, it's like overall, like like all of you. Uh, like, is it... Wait, yeah, from here, Eric. For me, Kiko is not really a main thing. I just kind of use it to get volunteering hours. It's no, no I was saying uh, this podcast is it like one of the main like extracurriculars yeah, yeah. or like side things that you guys do. Yeah, yeah, it's like a passion project. It's like, it's probably my number one because I I put the most time. Eric, into it. Uh, yeah, out of out of all of us, Eric by far puts the most time into this. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, then we do like kind of other stuff on the side. I'm starting my own club next year in school, actually. Sports journalism. Sports journalism. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah I, I really like. To write. I love right. talking about sports. Oh, what sports do you play? Uh well I, I mean I've played I've played football basketball and golf but I just do golf right now yeah Devin the only sport Devin's good at is golf you know but I like watching oh. uh what do you call it I like watching sports yeah basketball especially oh uh, like Ben Simmons yeah that was funny what? the what only sport you? that I'm good at is like tennis that, that's like the only sport that's I such can an do. Asian thing oh my god I'm so bad I know but I like I I play tennis yes it's the casual that's like saying so like I'm a varsity ping pong player you know. Or you can't. You cannot say I'm bad at. I'm, you cannot say I'm bad at sports. I literally carried Ethan's dumbass in basketball the other day. <laughs> oh, Remember when Archar said, "You know, you're I not gonna make the shot," and then you you missed like seven times. That was funny. Dude, I was yeah. having an off day that day. No, I went. I went to New York the other day, and I was playing tennis with my cousin, and because they have like courts there, 
I was playing tennis with my cousin, and I could not hit a backhand for my life. Like, forehand is easy. Neither can I. I literally can't hit a backhand. And this is really sad because I've been playing for one year, and I still can't hit a ball properly. Because, like, like, I'm a golfer, so I swing the other way. I don't swing, like, backwards. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. See, I have no excuse for that because I just can't. I just can't do it. I don't know why. I can swing. I can do a nice forehand. Forehand is easy or easier. But back Dev, Devin's so funny when it comes to like you know like you know some stuff. I remember he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat everyone in Wii Sports." Loses. Oh like, yeah, dude, that I was so really funny. Joke, dude, I, I, joke, I, joke. I know, I know, I know, I know. Because I, I guess I was just playing against like really bad competition earlier, so I could like clap everybody. But yeah, your brother. No, 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 not even that. But like, I don't know. I've just been a while since I played Wii Sports. I will still clap anybody in Wii Sports, but actually, no, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> When's this maybe, episode coming out? This one? Oh my god. Uh I've only released up to twenty one so far. This is thirty one. Oh so. my god. Yeah. So like what are we talking about? Maybe like next year and <laughs> no, I'm I will release this probably at the end of July because or it's early August because I'm trying to get up to I have to re- I have to release eight in July and then five in every I thought you said that you uploaded or that you edited ten episodes yesterday. Yeah, I know. I'm releasing uh I'm releasing like one to two every week. Oh, here's the release dates. Okay, okay, that's different. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. So All right, cool. This a lot like of a business job. content coming soon. For Eric, this is definitely a full time job for sure. It definitely he... feels like full time. And Key Club, Key Club is totally a full time job for you too. Oh my god, Eric. bro, Key Club's like seven hours a week. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how you're like able to like manage all this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric has interesting management skills. I won't say he has great time management, but it's not terrible. It's like, it's it's like weirdly mediocre. Well, I I don't know. I just you know spend. I, like a lot I was of my time I was talking work. about like time management, and yeah, like I have like I can't I can't even like manage my own time, and then me over here like saying you have to manage your time wisely. You, you we would like... have people come on this podcast that you know they say like the most hypocritical things I've ever heard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, someone might be lecturing, like, oh, you know, I have, I have the best. I don't procrastinate at all because I realize it is not productive, and that's the kid I see procrastinating every single day. <laughs> Wait, there's like, no way that you can't manage your time, like, man, like manage your time, like, well, though, because if you do all this stuff, then you ha- there has to be something that's working. Man? There has to be like one point where you're just like, okay, I'm done. I need, I need I'm just like, I just need a break. No, <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. You don't understand like because. Uh, not take a break the first thing my parents are going to say to me is that mental health breaks are an excuse <laughs> oh my god asian well, no, parent mentality eric also really bad with like like for example right if eric wanted to take a nap as a break he would just never get up he'd, he'd pull like some like snow white bullshit oh my god and just never if get I, up if i take a nap for like for, let's say like okay i'm taking like a five minutes nap i'll probably wake up like three hours later like, oh my god oh my god the worst thing the worst thing about eric sleeping is that like for example like like so one time, this was like in the beginning. I think this was like within our first five episodes. We had to record something early in the morning around oh Thanksgiving break. Like Eric, Eric had to leave to go somewhere, right? No. And it was just, it was just me, Eric, and Arsh's older sister because she was on the podcast at that time. So it was us three, and we had to record at like six thirty in the morning, something like ridiculously early like that. And Eric, oh my god, I called him, Facetimed him so many times, and he just would not wake. Like he sleeps through everything. Did I say I had a family emergency? You didn't though. I know you didn't. I feel like I used that as an excuse. I was you like, use it in school. <laughs> yeah, I always say that. <laughs> Dude, everything. 
so bad. I'm waking up. <laughs> I was actually really surprised I woke up for this episode. I was pretty. I, I, felt I know. I was praying that. I was literally praying that you would wake up. I was like, please. Uh, <laughs> I can't wake up. I have that thing. Like you know how people like okay, all these motivational videos be like, wake up at four o'clock. You know, only rich people wake up at five o'clock, and that's why they're successful. So I literally put like <laughs> a five o'clock alarm. Like literally, like every single day, I ended up just like you know snoozing and waking up by like twelve. Like it's just like <laughs> me trying to get up early, just not working out. <laughs> rich people don't sleep eight hours a day, right, Devin? <laughs> Depends. I'll, no, I'll, I'll literally, I'll set my alarm to like 520. I do this every school day. I used to set my alarm to 525 in the morning and then it would just go off and then I would just like snooze it until like 730. It just feels good doing that. I don't know why. Oh, with Devin, Charlie turned two today. Oh, really? Yeah. The big boy. Charlie's Eric's dog. He's <laughs> like uh, 87 pounds. He's massive. Dude, he literally, he's literally seventh grade me. Like it's just, <laughs> dude, he literally massive. weighs more than you in seventh grade. That's actually pretty sad. Dude, he's massive. <laughs> what happened? What um? Uh, Collie. What type? Oh. You ever like, rough see the Lassie? Like that kind of dog. Oh. The Lassie. <laughs> yeah. Like Lussie. 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 Do you know what Lussie is, bro? What? Wait, you know what Lussies are? Like you the mango Lussie right? type thing. The what? Lussie. The mango Lussie. Mango right? Lussie. Yeah, those are what? pretty good. What is that? Yeah, bro. Oh my god, Eric, I have to give you one. It's like ma- a creamy mango. It's like, it's a, like mango. a mango smoothie. It's yeah. Like yo- yeah, it's oh, good. Ew. It's good. Ew. It's really good. <laughs> <Eric> <laughs> yeah, Devin's a really exotic dude. Like, you know, he gets like the most fancy drinks. I remember we had a DECA trip like freshman year. Yeah, like the- you guys are in DECA? Oh yeah, he got, he got the strawberry foodie. Uh, I don't even know. And from Starbucks? Remember when we went no. to that key club park dude, meetup and you got the Charlie? Dude, I'm a bad budget like, art. What are you doing? Get all that kind of stuff. That was so funny. <laughs> no, that was at Starbucks. Imagine being in DECA and not being in FBLA. Can you imagine, can, imagine can you paying five wait, more dollars wait, 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 for dudes? Imagine having to pay $40 a year for membership. It's not $40. It's like, what, like... 20 and it's worth it okay like i feel like it's like you know wait can you okay wait like, i feel like you'd be a good person to do this can you explain to me the difference between fbla and deca because as of right now they're like pretty similar in my mind they are they're, they're like literally the same like not for <laughs> nothing they they, one okay. over the other <laughs> so just listen the advice okay so like each state has like a state advisor and a state chairman my state chairman for new jersey is literally the state chairman for deca so it's like he's like the state chairman for FBLA and DECA because like they're literally like the same thing, except for I guess FBLA is kind of bigger than that. It has more in- national and international publicity because I'm not sure if DECA has it, but FBLA has like chapters in like you know Canada, China, Puerto Rico. I think DECA um, does, right, Eric? But I'm not too sure, but like I don't know. They're pretty the same, but right. I'm pretty sure the FBLA is like you know more well known. Maybe. I've honestly no clue. Eric and I did a deck event last year together. Wait, what? Oh. Did you like never end the recording? Okay, you timed out. So good episode everyone. Nice. Uh, timed out? It's still going for me. Really? What time is it time out at? This is on you. Oh my god, you know what happened yesterday? I was out I was out biking and 